You tuning in to the come up. It's your girl Alyssa Monet, straight out the 704. What's up? It's your boy Sunday. You know, we back again with another good episode of The Come Up. You know what I'm saying? We missing Jerry right now, but Jerry, he on the way. He probably gonna walk in. And we missing Alyssa. You know what I'm saying? Alyssa had to handle some business, so. And I got a special guest today, man. Introduce yourself. Well, clearly ain't that special because everybody Come on, man. Don't do that to yourself. <laughs> you special. You right. Everybody yeah, right. right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> They on the way. They on the way. Yeah, yeah, man. What's good, everybody, man? It's your boy Jermaine Spencer, a.k.a. Maintain, M-A-Y-N-E. T-A-Y-N on all social media. What's good? What's good, man? How you feeling? Feeling great, man. Good. We've been trying to get this done for a minute now, you know? That's a fact. So, you finally here, so we're about to have a good time. Yes, sir. And uh, today, we're just going to get into uh, a lot of topics. We're going to get on uh, Mr. Jermaine Spencer's background, you know what I'm saying? He got a brand new... um, uh, platform. It's called Dub Platform. Absolutely. You know, a brand new networking uh, event that he does. Uh, I'm going to let y'all talk. I'm going to let him tell you about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to let him tell you about it. But, um, yeah, so we start off, you know, with events this week. I don't do events. Y'all know Alyssa does events. But Jerry, not Jerry, Jermaine. Yeah. <laughs> Jermaine, he has a couple events because, you know, he has CLT shout out. So I'm going to let him do this segment. That's good. If you don't mind. So talk about a little bit more about the CLT shout-out. Yeah, yeah. So the uh, Charlotte Shout, man. Charlotte. <laughs> yeah, which is CLT Shout. If you go on Instagram and all the social media, CLT Shout. Mm-hmm. Um, for that, that's uh, through the Center City Partners uh, Music Everywhere Coalition. Um, pretty much it's a festival. You got music. You got a lot of free events, a lot of free culture happening uptown in, in uh, certain areas of uptown. If you go to trade and try on, you'll see, like if you've seen people posting big inflatable bunnies, uh, these bunnies have traveled the world, Paris, Milan, all that good stuff. Um, that's more of like an art piece. Um, they have names, these bunnies have names. Then on the streets, you'll see, you know, the stages where, uh, you know, DJs are performing, artists are performing. On Saturday, uh, May 11th, there's actually going to be a DJ battle um, at the Trade and Tryon Square. So if you guys are not doing anything this Saturday besides graduating, yeah. uh, from 11 to 2, <laughs> um, I think there's a DJ battle. You check that out, DJ Fannie Mae. Um, it's a lot of dope artists uh, and DJs. Then you got Anthony Hamilton, the Hamiltons, so many uh, artists that are uh, performing uptown at Ramirez Bearden Park, uh, the corner of 7th Street and Tr- uh, Tryon. Um, and a lot of this stuff is free. Um, there have been panels, discussions, all that good stuff, all brought to you by Center City Partners. There we go. Yeah, I heard it loud and clear, you know what I'm saying? So step out. Like you said, if you're not graduating, it just <laughs> seems like everybody that I know is graduating in the next couple of days. And shout out to all the graduates, you know what I'm saying? UNCC. Congrats. Uh, A&T, you know hey. what I'm saying? My home, you know what I'm saying? Hey. So, and you got, you know, you got some... Uh, yeah, man, I'm an Aggie all day, man. So go. shout out to all my Aggies out there that's graduating, man. You know, congratulations. Yep. You know, when you when you tip your tassel to the left, man, just I'll be thinking of you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> go ahead and do your thing. That's a fact. That's a fact. <laughs> but yeah, man. So Charlotte, uh, shout. Charlotte shout. Charlotte shout. Charlotte shout. Don't forget. Don't forget to be out there this Saturday. Mm-hmm. It's a three day. Three day. Uh, it's a three day event, man. Three-day uh, event. DJ. I mean, Har- Harvey Cummins, man. He's a dope uh, musician as well. Okay. He has a three day residency tonight. Friday night and Saturday. Yeah. Um, so, man, squats, a lot of free, cool shit uptown. Sorry, I don't know if we can curse. <laughs> Minor. That's my fault. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> but, yeah, so don't forget to come out, you know what I'm saying, you're in the Charlotte area or even just in North Carolina, you know what I'm saying? Go out there and network. It's always good to network. And speaking of network, you also have your own, you know, thing that, that's going on. Let them know about that, the platform. You know what I'm yeah, saying? man. So, uh, yeah, Sunday, man. I definitely want to appreciate you guys, man. Shout out to uh, my girl, Della. Uh, mm-hmm. Brielle hooking this up for you guys coming through uh, and and doing a live podcast at the last one. But the Platform Music and Culture Series, pretty much, um, it is what it is. You hear it, Platform Music Coaching Series. It's uh, where artists, uh, aspiring uh, industry professionals, uh, business owners, uh, producers, songwriters, whatever you are, um, you just come through, network. uh, You'll have artists that will do a showcase. We pick, handpick these people to showcase. Okay. 
Um, and uh, we have our three to four artists that will be handpicked to perform. And we have a panel. And this panel uh, is going to be something that you always will need. Our first panel we had was talking about licensing and publishing. We had some yeah. really good people on that panel. Uh, the second one, we were talking about uh, media and press and how to get media and press with some really good people. We had a publicist on the panel. We had a couple of editors and chiefs on the panel. Um, and the next one we got coming up is about how to build your social media. And um, we got uh, the, the founder of Eat Workplace, Charlotte, um, uh, Devon Bailey on the panel. Um, we got uh, DJ Fannie Mae on the panel because she's also an artist, but she knows about branding and she knows how to communicate that brand on social media. She does it very well. And then we have a DJ, uh, a DJ. we have a digital marketing strategist, yeah. um, Davida um, Jackson, who has done a lot of work for companies from a social media and digital marketing standpoint. So uh, you guys come get some of this good information. May 14th, that's Tuesday, May 14th, 7 to 10, Lofton Cellar. Uh, you guys will enjoy it, trust me. Yeah, y'all definitely will enjoy it because the first one, I've been to the first one in March, and they were talking about uh, publishing. I know Sianka was on there. Uh, another producer, I forgot his name. Oh, K Figs. K Figs, yes. And me, you know, me being a producer, it was very influence, influential, you mm -hmm. know, to be hearing uh, the type of things that he was talking about as far as like BMI, ASFAT, publishing, Facts. getting your money right, getting your paperwork right. Because you know, it's a lot of artists that just be out here just making music. Drop on SoundCloud and then yeah. go. <laughs> and and yeah, knowing that yeah, and yeah. not knowing that you can have income as long as your paperwork is right. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's a fact, man. And uh, we also had on that panel uh, the lady that does all the publishing for South Coast Music Group and, and the baby, the baby, the baby. The baby. She does baby. all of his publishing paperwork and her name is Lyric, Miranda Lyric. She's amazing probably one of the smartest people I know in terms of licensing and publishing so yeah man I got a good network of people some really good people that I work with um, with whatever I do and yeah man you guys come out man May 14th is the next one May 14th that's next Tuesday yeah. so but yeah I really enjoy the platform what made you want to come up with a type of event like this yeah but what made me want to come up with it is uh, just information man these artists uh, you know they are so creative nowadays um, the Generation Y uh, right yeah. now is more creative, they are engaged and connected online, and they just want to do stuff. Mm -hmm. However, there is a lack in terms of the education from a business standpoint that uh, a lot of them lack. Uh, so therefore, you know, they have to work with some older uh, veteran people to help get their music out where it needs to be or to get their business right. And uh, I did this, man. I just wanted to give back, man. This was my give back, really. Um, yeah, I mean, it's not free. You got, you know, you'll pay a $10 ticket, yeah. but Which it's, is, come on. It's, it's easy, man. It's not even, I mean, South by Southwest will charge you $800 to $1,600 for a badge. Um, you know what I'm saying? Well, you, yeah, yeah you just come out for a day and, and do your thing here with us, $10. I just wanted to provide information and opportunity for people to just collaborate, connect, network. Um, and it's happened so far. Like, I've gotten a couple of people that's hit me up and was like, uh, yeah, man, we uh, connected off of the platform. Yeah. And um, that's that's what they did. They met at the platform, they've connected and done some work already. So that was that's, that's why we created it. That's what's up. Yeah, man. Like you said, a lot, of, a lot of cats out here don't know the paperwork. You know what I'm saying? They need to be influenced. Facts. They need to be knowledgeable when it comes mm -hmm. to this stuff. So you bringing that to the city, that's a blessing, man. That's thank you, really thank dope. you, thank that's you. Really dope. Jerry just walked in, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Shout Jerry out to Jerry. Jerry graduated. Shout out to Jerry, man. Congrats, man. Congrats. There you go. Yeah. So now I feel kind of special. He said I was a special guest Come at first. On, man. I was like, yo, where everybody at? I ain't special. <laughs> nah, now we good. We good. I feel better now, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you definitely are, you know. Just nah. trying, to, trying to handle graduation. Yeah, absolutely. Stuff, Congrats, man. bro. Appreciate absolutely. that. Absolutely. Absolutely. But yeah, we was just talking about uh, Jermaine and his uh, the platform series. You know what I'm saying? So him starting that. And that's very important to the city. So, uh, all right. So now let's get into a little bit. We're going to get back into your, you know, business endeavors and whatnot. But let's get into Jermaine. Who is Jermaine special? Like, where are you from? Yeah. What got you this artist motives and uh, knowledge and everything? Yeah, I'm going to do this real quick, man. Yeah. Jermaine Spencer, born in London, England, to a Jamaican family. Okay. Um, lived there until I was 10 years old. Moved to Detroit. Um, stayed there for three years. Moved to Charlotte. Went to high school here at East Mech. 
Um, then went to North Carolina A and T. Shout out to my Aggies. Aggies. Shout right? out to Aggies. Um, <laughs> yeah, and uh, that's where I kind of fell in love with with kind of like events and, and negotiating on the back end of music. Yeah. Uh, uh, being a part of SUAB and doing all the events and stuff like that, and came back to Charlotte, worked for the bank. Uh, you know, Wachovia was then Wachovia. I'm talking my age right now. Yeah, and then, yeah. uh, <laughs> and Wells Fargo. Um, but I was still doing events. We was throwing parties for the college crowd here in Charlotte. Man, I was hosting parties. Yeah. And um, you know, a couple of my, my buddies, like from school, were like, "Yo, you know, we're starting a group. We need help. Can you come yeah. help?" Right. So I helped them out, man, on the PR management tip. Okay. And um, you know. Worked as much as I could with the circumstances because these are broke guys and I just did what I did, created <laughs> magic, you know yeah. what I'm saying, with some broke artists. But we did some good stuff. They were actually first in flight with the first artist to perform on uh, Fox News Rising, which is now WCCB Rising. They were the right. first artist ever. This was by like, what, 2007, eight when they first started bringing artists on. I was the first to bring one. Yeah. And then... Uh, uh, B&R Records, they needed somebody to come help out, and um, you know, one of the, my buddies was like, "Yo, I want you to meet the owner of B&R Records." Met him, and I started managing all their artists from Prodigy GT, which is a uh, alternative rock band. I mean, we we traveled all over the place gigging, uh, you know, from Greenville, South Carolina, to everywhere you could think of dive bars where it's like you know, maybe uh, 50 capacity, like, mm -hmm. to doing shows like CIAA and uh, all that good stuff. Brooke Hummel, who was a pop singer, and then uh, Raheem, who was a new uh, kind of 21-year-old artist yeah. from a uh, rap side. Um, so that's that's Jermaine, man. I just did a lot of, you know, just growing and building right. in, in this industry, and, and we're doing some good things right now. So, yeah. so you actually worked this past CIAA? Um, that was just happening in March? Um, no, no, no. So... Uh, my my artist Prodigy GT was probably the first alternative rock band okay. to perform at the Fan Fest of okay. CIAA. I I so if anybody knows about CIAA and Fan Fest, Fan Fest is at the uh, convention center. They do all the free stuff for the families and all that good stuff. Um, I brought the first alternative rock band. You know, everybody else is just R and B and hip hop. Yeah, and um, changed I changed the game, man. We brought an alternative <laughs> rock band in. They killed that joint. Yeah, so uh, yeah, man, we do a little bit of everything. That's dope. Yeah, man. That's dope. <laughs> so you doing that? Um, you, so you do do a little bit of management, right? Absolutely. So you do manage artists done that, right done now. That. And how is like how is that coming along? Uh, it's coming good, man. Uh, one of the things about management is it's a selfless position. It's a selfless. Uh, it's one of the positions where you'll get none of the praise and you'll get all of the blame if uh, things aren't going right. Yeah, yeah. And uh, also one of the things is is that. You know, uh, if you have to work hard, but as long as the artist is working hard or even harder than the manager, everything should go right. Yeah. But at certain points, I've worked with a lot of artists that were lazy, or, or not even say I want to use lazy, but just didn't have it, the man. same hustle as me. They're, they ain't want it. They ain't want it as much as me, and I'm out here pulling them where actually the artist is the pulling, they should pull your team. The artist right. is the person that pulls the team. Everybody falls in line and does what they're supposed to do. Right. As long as the artist is moving and one that has uh, definitely exceeded that is is the baby. He's probably one of the hardest working artists and his management team falls in line. He's the one that comes up with a lot of the plans. Right. He is the one that is on the road and is like, yo, let's go to South by Southwest. I'm about to throw in a, 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 a baby fucking diaper on, yeah. excuse me, a, ba a diaper, and yeah. I'm going to do this and we're going to go viral. Yeah. So he's the one with the vision. Everybody else falls in line. So it's a lot of artists that don't, they like, oh, I just need a team. I'm going to need a manager. No, you don't need a manager. You just need to work a little harder, a little smarter, and then the management piece will come exactly. in. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah like comes later. Yeah, like going out and building your own team as as much as the the more you start to network with people, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like just like talking about the baby, him and his uh, video crew to come up with all those you know nice concepts, those funny concepts, and it brings back seeing all those concepts and the videos that he puts out brings back a like Busta Rhymes. He used to come out with all those crazy yeah. videos mm -hmm. back in the nineties. You look at him like this is weird. You know, like Missy Elliott, yeah, doing kind Missy. of vibe too. So yep, yep, yep. Building like with Hype Williams and whatnot. Exactly. So, but yeah, like seeing that, you see like building your own management. Once you have a certain vision and you can, and everybody knows and they trust it and believe it, they just gonna follow. Absolutely. As long as you believe and trust in your vision, people gonna follow. You that's know what I'm saying? saying? And play your role. You know what I'm saying? Most definitely. I mean, that's that's the main thing too. Because I heard you say like. They need to be the driving force behind everything that artist, that artist needs to. Absolutely. So in some cases, it's like being an anchor, 
for that boat, for you to actually get, like, you know, passengers alongside yeah. the boat, yeah. you got to be willing to actually put in the work until yeah. you actually touch the bottom. That's mm -hmm. why you're the anchor, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. It all starts from you. You're the root mm -hmm. of the problem. You're the root of the creation, everything. Mm -hmm. So, I, like, I really, I really, like, yeah, really man. dig that. I like Absolutely, that. man. That's, yeah. that's what I've learned. <laughs> sure. Yeah, so you're doing this for a, a, a while now, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So, what was, like, the most, like... What is like the craziest thing you've been in, like as far as management? Like, mm -hmm. is what like situation have you been where it's like, how did I get myself in this? Uh, the craziest situation is uh, just being, uh, you know, we had a marketing budget uh, for artists and uh, we were on a college tour. And uh, the person that put this college tour together, um, I mean, he got us to a couple of, we did a, you know, we did a, a Bethune Cookman, um, Shaw University, Howard University, we did Yardfest. Um, you know, but the money we paid, he didn't follow through on certain uh, uh, schools that we were supposed to perform at, mm. and he would—he didn't even show up. And uh, so we spent the travel, uh, lodging, time, effort, all that good stuff to get to certain schools. And when we get there, they're like, uh, "You're not supposed to perform." This was at Bethune Cookman was one of the craziest times during their homecoming at Bethune Cookman. Uh, we were supposed to perform like right at their tailgate. There's a big the way they do their tailgate um, is different from other schools. Yeah. That's the biggest time where like Yard Fest might be the biggest time at Howard or uh, you know ANT might be something different. Here might be something different. Right. Their tailgate right before the game is that big event where artists are performing. It's outside of the stadium. It's it's different. Nice exposure. It's very nice exposure. So we're there. And and before we get there to the actual stadium, we go talk to the um, director or the advisor of the activities board, um, and and we're trying to figure out okay what's going on, what time we supposed to go on, and they're like, well, we didn't have it locked in, and so I'm calling the guy that we you know went through and paid this money for, yeah. and. He's just like, yeah, we, we don't have a slot. I'm like, what are you talking about? So we're talking to him, and he's just like, yeah, we did, you know, da 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 da, like giving us all type of bullcrap yeah. excuses. And, um, you know, we're just looking like idiots, pretty much. Like, yeah. we're there, you know, of course, like the activities board people, they let us come to the tailgate. We hung out, they gave us free food. Yeah. They let us say a little something on stage, but okay. um, Raheem couldn't perform. It was Raheem. Yeah. And he couldn't perform, though. He's supposed to have a 15 minute slot at every school we went to. Wow. Uh, and and it didn't happen like uh, but I mean we did the biggest ones like AT because I know AT I know the people there yeah and that was he, he that that was fine Howard we did Howard uh, Yard Fest so that was crazy man he opened up for like uh, it, it was big man we had Rick Ross uh, Wale um, yes, DJ yeah yeah Kid Capri and like it was huge. Um, yeah, man, and then we also did uh, Texas Southern University, another HBCU yeah. out there in Houston, and uh, he opened up for uh, YFN Lucci and Boosie. Okay. Uh, so that was a good one, but there were a couple that, like, Shaw University didn't work, and Bethune, like, but we actually went to these places, and we're sitting like, yo, we, we supposed to be on the stages. Yeah. That's probably one of the craziest things and most stressful times, man. Yeah. Spent all that money and effort to get there, and we, we you know, we couldn't get up on stage. Communication is, is important. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, communication... We we yeah. battling with that now. Yeah. Communication is very very important. You know what I'm saying? But uh, yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> craziness, man. Yeah, it had like, me sounds mm -hmm. like you're right back. Mm -hmm. But did you get into um, any sports? You know, growing up. Yeah, man. Um, I ran track and played football uh, okay. at East Mac. Um, I didn't start playing organized sports until really high school like oh, really? um i did pa when i was in detroit we did i did pal um i did you know the pal league y'all know about that um did boxing for like a year and then uh baseball but i didn't go to any games because i went to a couple practices but didn't make any games because yeah, right, my right. parents situations when i was younger whatever it didn't work out yeah. but i didn't start playing organized until 11th grade man and uh but I, but I, yeah, but it was good, man. Like I actually, um, like made varsity. I was a bench rider, like you know. But I made varsity my eleventh grade, first time playing. Played a wide receiver, and then um, when I ran track, I uh, triple jumped, and I was uh, two hundred and four by four. Okay. Uh, so that was pretty cool, man. I was I wasn't a sprinter. I didn't do the hundred though, but oh, the two hundred I was straight, man. I was straight triple jump. I was uh, I made regional, so I was I was decent, you know, yeah. for my first years. 
playing and doing that shit. Excuse me, doing that. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was all right, man. I did yeah. good. Okay. That's, that's just naturally athletic, man. That's the you know Jamaican in me, I guess. I see. <laughs> I see. Yeah. So all foreigners on set today. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Where, where, where are you from? Uh, my people are from Haiti. Haiti. Okay. Okay. Haiti. Yeah. Nigeria. Okay. Yeah. yeah absolutely. We international. Yeah. <laughs> we international. Yeah. But yeah, the reason I say it because uh like in the community, you know how like important it is for for us to play sports. Mm. And they you know, some people like to box and be like, You only rap or are you gonna play sports? That's your only way out the hood. So box. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Or not even out Unfortunately, the hood. Fortunately, fortunately. Yeah. That's that's just how the way it goes, like in most I I should say like less unfortunate. Communities, there you know? we go. Like yeah. J. Cole said it best, like they don't pay attention unless we either dribble or we fiddle with mics. Mm-hmm. You know, like, mm-hmm. it really sucks that it's how it is, but yeah, like, it's crazy how true that is. So, like, what is something that us, you know, because we all have a certain platform now, yeah. you know, not to be biased, not biased, but <laughs> pun, pun, yeah, I like <laughs> it, I like it, but yeah, but you know, what can we do as brothers in the community to uplift and let other kids know that you know. You don't have yeah. to only do these two things. Right. So I think it starts with um really the history, like knowing knowing the history. Yeah. Um one of the things that I've noticed, my mom she puts me on and she's still on this to this day, is like, um, even with my son, like she teaches my son history and like where we come from and she doesn't start at slavery with you know, when you you're in like grade school nowadays, man. She she takes it back to like you know, Masa Musa and, and uh, everything that we, you know, from being kings and queens. Um, yeah. I think, you know, when you have that imagery to kids, you give you give them that foundation. I think um, it does something to the internal spirit yeah. that they then work a little bit harder. Um, one of the other things is just leading by example. Um, also, man, like, uh, you know, just working with Working with people, collaborating, man. It's okay. You don't have to do everything alone. And yep. um, yo, collaborate, man. It's it's okay. Collaborate with your with, an, with another black man. Like it's not it's it's not a foreign thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like a lot of people that come up have worked with people. That's what happens. You have to work with someone to make something successful. Exactly. No one does it alone. Um, but I think we need to do that a little bit more within our community yeah. um, because we feel like we gotta have. Um, you know, just I mean, not, not to offend anyone, but you feel like you have to have a white man on the team to make it to a certain point, or you gotta have a whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you yeah, heard the cliche. Yeah, yeah. You've heard that. Of course. You gotta have a white man on your squad. Da, 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 da. Like, nah, you don't. Like, you can do it within your community. Work with smart people and 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 come up. But yeah, we just have to feel that for ourselves. Yeah. Man. To yeah. kind of to kind of like build off what you just said. Yeah. You don't need the white man. You need the right man. Ooh. You know, come on, Jerry. Let me let me go ahead and drop that for y'all. You know, Jerry. It's all about yeah. who brings what to the table. You know, yeah. like if if he makes beats and you like you're the you're the artist, yeah. then I'm the manager, right? Like we all mm-hmm. fall into place. We all know yeah. what we got to do. Right. Exactly. So like right. that's that's the biggest yeah. thing. That's a fact. I didn't really come from like a really terrible part until like later in my life when I started to see that everything was so slowly started to deteriorate. You know, so just kind of like watching watching things go bad from the outside and it's starting to force its way in. Yeah. It's like, all right, what can I do and what can you do? Like, you know, right. so on and so forth. Right. So, like, bad communities, man, like, it sucks to see them and how, how they end up and how they got there. Mm. But it's not, I'm not going to say it's easy to get out of, but the things you have to do, right. it's, it's easy to do. Yeah. Thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely, man. It's just uh, work. I mean, just be smart, man, and make smart decisions, and um, you know, always try to strive to be for the kids and be better than your parents, man. Just be better, yeah. better than your parents. Strive to be better than your parents. Don't fall in the trap. Don't, uh, you know, don't try to be cool. Like, don't chase the cool. Like, don't, you know, like coming up. You know, everyone trying to be cool. Like. People don't come with like say high school. They didn't come to school with a book bag. Like they just have a pencil in a in a folder or something yeah. like. Bro, no, bring a book bag. Have your books in your bag. Like don't try to be cool. Like it's not yeah, cool to wear yeah. a book bag. Like exactly. Yo, come on. Like don't chase the cool. Be ready to yeah exactly. Yeah. Be ready. You know you don't have to get ready. Stay ready. Yeah. Exactly. You know what I mean? And just like how you said, it's good to work. You know, with the right man. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you know, as some some of us black men, like we we're hurt from a while back. Like. The tri- trials and tribulations that we face as a kid, of course, we start to carry with it as we're older and older, and then we look at other black men and be like, you know, that might be the enemy. And a lot of like people that I have talked to, a lot of my brothers, they look at same skin folk, you know, as enemies. Like, why can't y'all just collaborate? Mm. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Mm-hmm. And it's like a certain stigma. It's like, 
every like every time I had a conversation with somebody, I look at them like, yo, you're not the enemy. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, I'm yeah. we, we should be building instead of arguing. Right. You know what right. I'm saying? What can we do for this person? What can we do for ourselves first? But what can we do to help this person and this person out? Right. You know right. what I'm saying? So, but there's also the the, the saying that uh, you know some skin folk and your kin folk. Exactly. Yeah. So that also exactly. is that too, which you know yeah. You, you yeah you just move on. Yeah, people it's trust cool. is really thin these days. So, <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. It, yeah. It's really thin. So. Yeah, so the reason why I was talking about sports earlier, though, is uh, <laughs> the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? NBA playoffs. What? Yeah. Ooh. Who are you a fan of? Let's let's talk. Because me and Jerry, we can, you know. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a Detroit Pistons fan, man, okay. for everybody that don't I like, know. I like the hometown. I'm a, okay. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a Pistons fan to the core, man. I'm, when I moved to Detroit, I was there when Grand Hill was there. Oh, wow. And, wow. Uh, yeah, Allen, Allen Houston and those guys. So you got to watch them, and they like, hey, hey, day, man. Hey, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like... Um, Isaiah just retired. We still had Joe Dumars playing. Okay, yeah, I was waiting on why kind of during that time frame. Joe Dumars. Yeah, yeah, he was on the way, yeah, out. Yeah. Was on the way out, but he was wise, man. They were still playing hard, and right. yeah. you know it was great during that run, like in the early two thousands, where we went to like six straight Eastern Conference Finals. Oh, yeah, with Chauncey, with Chauncey, and then we was going crazy, boy. Yeah, that that early two thousands. What? That started five. I know. Oh four is a great year. Yes. What? Yes. Come on, beat the Lakers. Hey, all the Lakers. What? What? It was heated. It was Chauncey. Richard, uh, Rasheed, mm-hmm. Ben, Tayshaun Prince. Tayshaun Prince. Yeah. I remember that five. Yeah. I used to play 2K5. NBA 2K5, they always come up. That was my team, right? That was my team on 2K, 2K all the time, man. <laughs> so how do you feel about, like, y'all obviously not having Blake this year, kind of, like, especially this versus yeah, the, the Bucks. Series, oh my God. It's kind of like, ah, oh, we already had an uphill battle, but losing our best player. Like, yeah, yeah. Him, coming in, him coming in late in the series, that definitely hurt us, man. Uh, uh, just need a little bit more perimeter play. Um, you know, just we, we we got Drummond. Like Drummond should have been able to hold down at least the you paint, yeah. the paint uh, against uh, you know Giannis. But he did. It didn't work out, man. That's your boy, Giannis from Nigeria, right? Yeah. That's I mean, Greece, his, well, yeah. Greece, but yeah, Nigerian. Nigeria, Nigeria. Um, but yeah, man, like. So who do you target in this year's draft? Like y'all pick gonna be like high teens, probably to the twenties. But who's a player you like to see from this year's draft on your squad? Man, I would love to see. John Morant drop and come to my team. Yeah, that. He probably gonna top three for sure. I mean, but y'all gonna have to make some trades. Yeah, oh, I would love for that. One trade that I think because you did talk about Drummond. Yeah. I'm iffy with Drummond right now. You know, mm-hmm. Drummond mm-hmm. had years to prove to himself. You know, he did make the All Star one year, yeah. but he had years after that to prove himself. Like mm-hmm. this is my team. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And now you got Blake coming, and that's his team now. Right. Reggie Jackson been there. I'm not really sure about Ish Smith. You know yeah, what I'm saying? I, yeah. I, I like I like Ish, man. I liked Ish uh, like the first two years, man. Uh, I really he's fast. He can make feisty. plays, man. He's feisty, right? But it's yeah. it's uh, yeah the progression. Third year three, you're supposed to are you are you gonna be the one or not? Nah? Like That's what I'm year saying. three is the year you should That's know. What I'm saying. And shout out to Ish, man. He's actually from around this area. He went yeah, to the Bears, right down the road. Right down the road. All right, Ish. You know what I'm saying? Play one on one. I know how to back up my talk. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I can back up. I've been in the gym lately. But um, yeah, Drummond. Like I said, Drummond has showed man. He just needs some improvements. But right, for the right. team that did knock you guys out, they Ugh. just knocked out the Celtics. Ooh, Five man, games. they did, bro. Five games. Gentlemen sweet. Yep. Gentlemen sweet. sweet. Yeah, man. And I'm sitting here looking at Kyrie like, isn't this what you wanted? You wanted your team, right? And this happens. It's a tall order when you don't play with the king. See? It's, that's plain and simple. Like, you can't get things done on your own. Yep. Yep. He's, he is a number two. There we you go. are a number two. You are one A, Kyrie. Just live, live, live with it. You are one A, bro. I like that. You see, like you're a one A. I can get with that, but had he played with a guy like, because you know he's he's playing with a bunch of unestablished guys. Yeah. Like none of, none of those guys are really champions. Those guys probably had deep playoff experience, but mm-hmm, the rest mm-hmm. of his two running mates and Jalen Brown and Tatum, they're essentially like what second and third year players. Right. So like I'd like to see what he could do. Say he went to let's say he goes to New York. Mm-hmm. And let's say Kevin Durant's like, all right, I like what you got going on. I'm gonna come with you. Mm-hmm. So now you got two guys that are champions. KD's an MVP. Mm-hmm. Been to the finals like you know a few times, and maybe you just throwing a couple of veterans that's been there before. Yeah. Compared to just playing with a bunch of guys that don't really have like your your best players, your top five best players don't have too much experience on like right. when it comes down to winning. Well, I think he could be the best player on the team, but the supporting pieces they got to be. I really don't think he can, man, to be honest. He can't be a number one. He has to be a 1A. 
Uh, he's going to be one aid to Kevin Durant. Oh yeah, if he goes to New York. Um, but they got they also got Dennis Smith Jr. up there in New York, and uh, I really like Dennis Smith Jr. That's what I was saying. I really like him. Yeah. I mean, uh, <laughs> I mean, he's not Kyrie. No, yeah. he's not. But. I, 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 get I, want, it. I get it. I he, would get him some. He needs um, to progress. He's he's gonna get there. You feel me? Like me and Jerry were talking about earlier. Uh, Kyrie going to uh, Brooklyn. You know what I'm saying? I don't like it. But you got D'Angelo yeah. on the come up. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, that's a tough one. But man. I mean, at this point, if he can't go to New York, Brooklyn, L.A. I see. Like, I, see I, I mean, I think he'll be smooth. He'll be smooth with the Spurs. I ain't gonna lie to you. He'll be smooth with the Spurs. He'll be smooth with the Spurs. What about Deontay Murray? You know, he, he had a, a oh, yeah. knee problem this year. He's no shooting guard. He's no shooting guard. Yeah, he's supposed yeah. to. Be <laughs> yeah. You know, he can play several uh, positions. Oh, but I do know that uh, you know Coach Pop. He he will know. Like he has a system, so he knows how to handle talent. Yeah, and, and get people to buy in. He get people to buy in. Pop will just use him like how he did Tony Parker over the years. There we go. And he'll be a better version of Tony Parker in that yeah, system. Absolutely. Because I mean, you already absolutely. got uh, Lamarcus out there. You already got the Rosen. The Rosen. You know, I'll see in another year. Man. Yeah, that would so be I mean, smooth. I ain't gonna lie. That would yeah, be really I smooth. Didn't, too. I didn't think of that. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, man. that's probably a dark horse if they got the money for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the money for yeah. it. They can make it happen. They can right. make it happen. Right. Lamar, right. he'll take a pay cut for that. Another team that, <laughs> yeah. that like, I heard like in the rumor mill and stuff like that is actually Milwaukee. If they're able to move like Bloods no. and stuff, I don't think I'd do it personally. Because you see they what bet, you just they did. Bet not. This team. Yeah, like, <laughs> they bet the not. Thing, the thing with Kyrie, and I, I, I fought the uh, Boston Celtics because you know how Danny Ainge <clears throat> got all these picks from like mm-hmm. seven, eight years ago. This is the team that he got all those picks for. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work out. You, I feel like you just can't have that much firepower because Jason Tatum want to be his own man. Jalen Brown want to be his own man. Gordon Hayward still trying to get back together, be his own man. Terry Rozier yeah, wants to be scary Terry. His own man. See, Scary Terry is nice, man. I don't really feel like everybody wants to be their own man, per se. Yeah. But I don't think they wanted Kyrie to hoist up 89 shots in the series there and we make go. 25. And like, he did throw them under the bus the whole season. The, the entire season. Absolutely, okay. absolutely. So, like, if you're the quote-unquote leader and best player on the team, you got to be willing to, like, know what it takes. Like, LeBron knew I'm the best player on the team. This is what I bring to the table. Yeah. You know, like, no you guys fall in line. Like, if Kyrie's going to say that, I'm the best guy on the team, you guys fall in line, mm-hmm. you have to, you know, back, like you said, when you when you play your Smith, you yeah. got to be ready for that one. You got to be ready. Yeah, man. No, the thing about LeBron, though, man, he's he knows how to get his, but he's going to get everybody else rolling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He knows how to get everybody else rolling. But when, when during the season, it was like a good five-year stretch where uh, Kyrie was distributing the ball. He was then letting the game come to him. Mm-hmm. He had like 12 assists, 15 assists. He had an 18-assist game one time. And then yeah. maybe scoring 25. Like, you don't have to hoist up, yeah. you know, 23 shots. Yo, get your 20, you know, but but distribute the ball, man. Get everybody else involved. Get, um, you know, uh, Hayward. Get him yeah, involved, Hayward, man. Yeah. He's, he's a player. He's good, man. Um, I think... Their starting five should have been Kyrie, Hayward, or without Kyrie, sorry. Yeah. Terry Rozier was on the rise last year. And yeah. these guys are coming into contract years. And that these guys are losing they're gonna lose a lot of money because of Kyrie coming in. Hundred million dollar man coming through that's and what didn't I'm do saying. nothing. That, that's why so, they so that's what's yeah, it's, like, it's hard for these guys. Terry Rozier, like this, you know he got a contract year coming up. He brought right. out all playoffs. Shh. He showed up Eric Bledsoe all last year, and this year I forgot he was on the team. I mean, you still got Marcus Smart on that roster. I mean, he's they just got too many good players. Like they got too many players that can't have their own empire. Too many cooks in the kitchen. That's what I'm saying. And Danny uh, ain't prepared for this though. Uh, you know what I'm saying? You got a really good coach. Um, I don't know. Just blow it up. Just blow it up. They, mean, they're gonna have to blow it up. Blow it up. Y'all already got. Y'all got Tom Brady. Just get rid of Ty- Kyrie, man. Just, Kyrie's the only piece that I think is like a miss. It's like a sore thumb. Right? Kyrie gonna get rid of himself. Oh, that too. That yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He leaving yeah, yeah, yeah. after what I heard yesterday. Yeah. This press, he leaving. Yeah. So KD leaving too. Where you think KD gonna go? Uh, I think I think KD's gonna go to New York or 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 um, another team. I think the Clippers, man. If 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 Ka- if Kawhi doesn't go, I think he will go to the Clippers, uh, LA team. Um, but I think New York probably will will, will win it. Okay. When the KD sweeps get sweepstakes. Speaking of Kawhi, everybody has. We gonna keep this short. But everybody has been um, talking about comparing him with Kobe. Like Max Kellerman on first take said, "I know you saw this, Jerry, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I know you was kind of cringing a little bit when he said that." But he said. 
Kawhi is a better clutch player uh, yeah. than Kobe. He said he's a better overall player. He's, no, he's a more efficient player. If you think about that, he's more. He is more efficient. But I'll even go further. Like even the week prior to that, the guy that made the most news, and he said it first was uh, Kendrick Perkins. Kendrick said, "Oh yeah, yeah." Yo, if you look at his game, I'm not saying the flash. I'm not saying, you know, he was Michael Jordan, but yeah. he plays like Michael Jordan. You think about the step back. You think about the the, the fadeaways. Fail away, you think about palming the ball. You think about defense, two-way yeah. player, yeah. Um, the swag kind of. He, he plays controlled. He does have a game like MJ. So he then the comparison mm. to Kobe makes sense too, but he's a more efficient Kobe because man, he, he shoots 60%. From the field, and and still average thirty five. That's crazy. And like eight rebounds and whatever. Like that's <laughs> come on now. That's another level. No, ever since uh, if they he, if he would have not got hurt versus the uh, Warriors like two three years ago, I really feel yeah, like Spurs would have won that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I know, I know for a fact they take that game. Yeah, they take that game. I know game. for a fact they take the game. Well, but how much were they up? Uh, they were about twenty two in that game. Right. With Katie. Like, right. Right. First year. Right. You know what I'm saying? Steph, he wasn't pretty doing he wasn't doing that good either. See, I those comparisons though, like I get what everybody says, like he's made a lot more clutch shots or like he's been a lot more efficient in his playoff career. Like they complete compared the first ninety seven playoff starts, mm-hmm. I believe. And right. it makes sense right. that his numbers would be better because look who he played with in his oh, first couple Spurs of seasons. Stuff, yeah. yeah, like you play with three Hall of yeah. Famers essentially. And the greatest coach. And yeah, the best coach of all time arguably. Mm-hmm. Like I get like that's cool. I get that. Yeah. So then when they when Max Kellerman especially this this goes out to Max. <laughs> How he said he's probably a way better like clutch score whatever it may be. Yeah. It, when, like I said when you play with that type of system and those type of guys, Tony Parker, Tim Duncan, Manu Ginobili, Patty Mills, Damn, Michael Finley over the time, like you know, like way yeah. back earlier, like just Jeez, all, all those Finley. Like <laughs> I'm just saying, the Spurs history in general, the list goes on. You can look at all those guys, Antonio McDice, whoever it might be that you insert in that system. Dice. Their numbers were probably way better than what it was. Way better, like compared to like even a guy like LeBron. Like yeah. he played, he played with Cleveland. Like That's his true. first, his first like seven, eight postseasons. Kobe's first postseasons, like yeah. After Shaq left, look, look at the stats. Like look at the cast. But Smush Parker, <laughs> Derek Fisher, like, what do you want me to do with that? Well, yeah. Smush Parker, he didn't get nowhere with them guys, but he got Powell, he got Powell, and he yeah, got later, uh, you know, later. Lamar Odom and and guys like that later um, in his career, you know. Yeah, but like, yeah. he didn't have those guys, like, you know, between after O two or O three, whenever Shaq left, mm-hmm. to like what two thousand eight, you got that five year gray area. That's like, dang, who played for the Lakers again? I know, I know Kobe was there. Like, oh, you, know, you know what I mean, though? Like, yeah. And then when you go to the playoffs, you simulate to the playoffs, like, of course his numbers would probably be better. Is he a clutch scorer? Like, is he a better clutch scorer? In my opinion, no. Hell no. No, I'm not going to say clutch. And we talk about big situations within that time frame, but uh, Kawhi was the MVP. He, gave, he was the MVP for a reason, okay. uh, from a defensive standpoint. Yeah, he shut down the two um, best players on, on that Heat squad. I mean, that's that's – Pretty amazing. As a twenty-three-year-old, that's pretty amazing. That's that's great. But yeah. I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw an argument towards you right here. Although LeBron and Wade, I, they're both first ball half flame Hall of Famers, like hands down, mm-hmm. it's all good. Mm-hmm. But Kobe did have to guard Paul Pierce, Ray Allen, and sometimes Rondo. Sometimes, like even KG on like just getting stuck in switches. Like that team was no scrub. Like yeah, eventually that Heat squad took him out. They were older. They yeah. started losing a step a little bit. Like, yeah. I respect. I don't. I'm not taking anything away from that Miami squad. I'm not taking anything away from Kawhi. Yeah. But that whole, the whole comparison, the whole thing, like Kobe has an MVP too. Kobe has five rings. Kobe did what he did to to solidify his status as this is what I do. This this is what I am. And this ain't age, bro. It's like if you don't have the rings, you can't talk. That's <laughs> that's how a lot of a lot of people think. But you know, but hey, but you know who does have rings though? Curry. He has rings. And you know who has another ring? His wife has a ring. And I know what y'all, <laughs> I know y'all heard what Aisha Curry said <laughs> on the red table with Jada Pika Smith. Shout out to the red table, so I like them. Yeah. And she said um, <laughs> she doesn't get that attention that Steph does. You know, as a woman, you know what I'm saying? Apparently, I'm not a woman, but I understand what she means by it. 
Though. Yeah, yeah. How do y'all feel about what she said? As a man, how when going home after she says, I don't feel appreciated by other men, you know what I'm saying? How would you feel? Uh, if I was like Steph? Yeah, Steph. And, that, and, that, yeah, and yeah. that's, uh, I mean, I'm coming home with flowers. I'm coming home with whatever. <laughs> be in the ring. I'm doing something like, yo, where we going? We going on vacation? I mean, whatever. Doing something <laughs> like, all right, baby, we, we, yo, what you need? What you need? Yeah, like, he got the money to make nah, it happen. Nah, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> yeah. absolutely. You go on your spa day, all day, take your mama, whatever. Like, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but at the end of the day, Steph is the... Steph is the famous one. Yeah, granted, she does an HGTV cooking shows yeah. and things like that, so she has it in her own right. Um, however, you know, we, of course, being being his wife, mm -hmm. that it, she does get that access. Yeah. So, uh, and for the most part, people that know her know her because of Curry, and most of these guys know Curry because they're sports fans, yeah. and they know that she's his wife. So yeah, guys right. probably wouldn't come talk to you because. I mean, although, yeah, it don't even matter sometimes. Guys are going to talk to you. see a ring. DMs. It don't matter. But, the D, yeah, they're probably hitting in the DMs. Yes. But she probably ain't even checking for it. That's at the end saying. of the day. And like they said uh, on Red Table Talk, they were yeah. like, yeah, you probably ain't even looking. They probably they probably are, but you, you probably ain't looking for it. And it's it, and it's just like, I know Steph Hobby tells her his wife that she's beautiful every day. But like I said, I understand because I have, I have sisters, older sisters that, said the same thing. Mm. It's just that, you know, Aisha, she has a bigger platform. No pun intended, get once again. But, <laughs> <you know>. <laughs> the platform. <laughs> but yeah, you know, like, she has a bigger platform, so when she says stuff like this, it goes viral. But I understand because my uh, older sister, she, her husband tells her she's beautiful too. But, you know, to hear it from someone else is kind of good because you expect that. It's like, no, I still from got it. I still got it. Exactly. <laughs> That's what Aisha's trying to say. Like, she she just wants yeah. to feel like she still got it. She yeah. has three kids, you know what I'm saying? Right. Post, uh, what's the word? Post, um, postpartum. Yeah, that's depression. something serious. So, and she did talk about depression and anxiety. Yeah. And this is just one of her biggest, like, insecurities. So. Yeah, man. Women, uh, they go through so many changes. Yeah. Uh, you know, I got a son, and, and I know the changes that his mom went through. And, uh, yeah, I mean, the body, it shifts, your organs are moving, and, you're, like, you're getting bigger. Through. Yeah, your face <laughs> is getting a little fatter. Shout out to all the black women. Man, women black general, mothers and everything. You know what I'm saying? Mother's Day coming up. Shout out to the black mothers out I there. Definitely, I definitely could see, like, why she would say that, because yeah. I certainly somebody had to break that down for me last night after we seen all the <laughs> things on social media, like. Shout out. Sometimes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, you know, sometimes they just want that little extra push, like, yeah. geez, like my girlfriend even told me that you know maybe one day I'd like go out see you know see I take the ring off my finger see somebody talk to me all right cool know me I gotta capitalize off of it of course but like you know like I, I understand that I could dig that yeah and like I know in Aisha's shoes like yeah like no pun intended again but you know her <laughs> Curry's platform Steph Curry's platform is a lot bigger than you know some HGTV cooking show or whatever absolutely. Like, you know, you know, absolutely. Like, sometimes like you just gotta be willing to like you know sip your tea and just yeah, that's my baby. I love her. Like, I mean, you know what I yeah, mean? if like, she was on, like, the talk or if she was on, like, a talk show like that where it's network TV and yeah. she's getting... I mean, she. I mean, I, I, she's a beautiful woman. Like, I mean, she is. I really and people are gonna. I, I feel like she probably doesn't go in... She's not in uh, situations, really, to even have that man or guy come up to her. I really don't feel like she's in that situation. She's a mom and yeah. she got business to take care of. Right, she's at right. the games. I don't think... In these I situations, think, I think can, guys respect her. I don't for, think she's in the club or nothing like that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And I think guys respect her. Like, okay, I see that's Steph Curry's wife. Like, I'm not gonna approach her on some like, what you doing after this? You know, for the for the out of respect for Steph. Yeah. I know some guys do that, but in the DMs, no, DMs is different from face to face. We all know that. Man. So. DMs be going crazy. Got that DM talk. courage. That, <laughs> that different. DM confidence is different. It's different. Face face. I'm going to shoot my shot. Go ahead. It's yeah. different. She just wants somebody to say, oh, girl, you sexy. Like, yeah. Something you know, like that. She just want to hear that a couple times while she's walking around. So. I saw this meme saying that Aisha just wants that uh, recognition. When you go to the family cookout and your uncle be like, oh, hey, I see you, nephew. You see you, nephew. <laughs> yeah. That's the recognition that she want right, right there. Right, right. Absolutely. <laughs> That's the recognition that she want right there. But, yeah. all right, so can you tell us a little bit about the ladies? I mean, we can get into it now. Yeah, let's get Jermaine, into it. because I know you know your management. They see you a young it. black man. Let's get into you know what I'm saying? You got a little power on your hands. And you know, it. some girls gravitate to that. Yeah. How do you deal with that? You know what I'm saying? Like, How do you know uh, if a girl just wants I, to be with you, for you, or yeah. opportunities? Um, I mean, you can see it. I just I, I can like one of those people that judge uh, not judge but 
I can tell uh, someone's disposition. I could tell, like, just in your eye contact. I could tell energy. I could pick it up. Yeah. Easy. I could pick it up if someone is faking. I can. I can pick it up, man. Yeah. Um. So me, I play. You know, dumb. Like, okay. Like, you know, what I'm saying, <laughs> I play dumb. Like, okay, you might be an opportunist. Okay, maybe I'm. I'm gonna play chess. You can be my pawn. Ooh, you know, at the same time. Okay. So. Um, Write that down. Yeah, I mean that's just how <laughs> it goes, notes, man. That's how it goes. So at the end of the day, uh, women and men, you know, what I'm saying whatever the case may be, because um, there are a lot of opportunities, opportunities yeah, every, and from all uh, genders. So, um, but women, I, I really don't. I'm not even in that because I got a girlfriend. Oh, okay, um, okay, okay. But although, I mean, Cuffing yeah, we, I'm out. Man. I'm out in the nightlife, so I yeah, see it. You see it. And, um, yeah, I'm just off to the cut, man. And if someone's like, wants to, oh, can we work together? Can we do yeah. this? Can we do that? Yeah, sure. Let's work. Yeah, let's that, do something. That's my second question. How do we separate that? Because, you know, I have a lot, too. And I'm yeah. like, okay, like, are we working together? Is this business related or? Yeah. Because, you know. Well, you got it. I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> it, it's, it's on the, you, you let them make that move. Like, if it's like that, you know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, uh, you keep it business. A lot of women, they do use what they have to get what they want, and they're not necessarily yeah. sleeping with someone. But mm -hmm. there, there is a honeypotting is what they call it. You know what I'm saying? There is that. You know, there might be a little cleavage here and there. There might be whatever. Yeah. Even from a corporate standpoint, it happens, man. Like it's starting to be more open. Now. It's 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 there. It's there. But um, you know, <laughs> yeah, men, we have to use what we have too, man. Yeah, we have to use what we have too. Right? <laughs> no, please, of course, of course. please. You know, walk around with some great Swiss every now and then. Hey, <laughs> hey, you gotta know, mess around with you. I'm messing around. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you gotta man. tug on the yeah, screen. That on, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, we gotta use what we got too sometimes. <laughs> but yeah, man. So tell them a little bit about the platform, just a little bit oh, more. Oh, once again, once again. Yeah, so the platform, uh, every second Tuesday, um, we're at Loft and Cellar. That's a black owned spot uptown. Uh, if y'all haven't been, go check it out. Uh, Seven to ten every second Tuesday. Next event is May fourteenth. Um, that panel is I call it Instagramification. It's all about like building your social media uh, network and social media uh, engagement. I have the owner of eWorkplace, Charlotte uh, Devon Bailey, on the panel. I have uh, DJ Fannie Mae on the panel. Um, she's an artist and a DJ, and she knows how to work her social media and branding, and she knows how to communicate her brand. And then we also have uh, a, a, a digital marketing strategist, and she works for a lot of major corporations, and she consults these people about digital marketing and social media, um, Davida Jackson on the panel. Um, so it's a good one. Uh, if you're a business owner, if you're an artist, whatever, and you want to you know, enhance your social media engagement, this is the one for you. Come connect, come network, get the pan uh, platform. Yeah, man, show up and show out and support. Uh, we're also going to be out there, too, you know, networking. Mm -hmm. So if you see us, say what's up. You know what I'm saying? Don't be yeah. shots and uh, whatnot. But let's get into a little bit of music. In the city, um, Jay Hans is dropping his highly anticipated single, Fireflies, May 10th, which is tomorrow. Or whenever you guys listen to this, May 10th. He's dropping that tomorrow. Shout out to Jay Hans. The uh, baby's going on tour with uh, 21 Savage. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's really big right there. Doing his own tour to go on somebody else's tour and open it up. And like you goes. said, he works, man. He, he works, works, man. The baby, like, really supporting being from Charlotte. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's really big for the city. Let me tell y'all a story about the baby, man. Hey, um, go ahead. You know, uh, 2015, South by Southwest. Now, this was before the diaper, South by Southwest, yeah. the year before diaper. Um, he was coming up under De Niro Ferrar. Um, Shout out to De Niro. We were there. Um, this is when De Niro Ferrar was doing a new Charlotte movement. And uh, he came down with Danero Farrar. Me and some of the BNR Records team, we were down there. Danero had tons of shows during that time. And uh, the baby was just there, pretty much just like, you know, getting that low hanging fruit, getting yeah. shows, you know, getting a couple of performances with, with uh, Danero Farrar. And I saw it in him that day, like when, when we met, like, this guy's kind of different. Mm -hmm. He's young. Uh, he was confident. He wasn't like the baby that you know now, but he, you could tell he was smart. Yeah. Then the next year come around, you're like, oh, he's down there again. He comes with a diaper, like, and and he's he's creating music, and then he does a track with DJ Luke Nasty um, back then, and all this good stuff. I, I just saw it back then that he was gonna outwork 
every artist True. that is in the South. And he did that. And he yeah. was consistent. And uh, he had the plan. He also had funds. I mean, this is for artists. You have to... They're, they're, you have to have the resources, and money is a part of that. And and he did have the money. However, he got it is how he got it. But he spent it uh, in the right ways. Yeah, use it wisely. He, he used it wisely. He got features. Yeah, I mean that that Boosie feature was fifteen racks. Um, you know that look nasty, nasty. He got that feature, I'm sure, and all this other stuff. But he spent his money wisely. Yeah. A lot of artists, I know it's hard, man, but yo, instead of buying them J's or instead of buying whatever you want to buy because you feel like you got to look fly. Spending mad money. Yeah, don't club, do that. Spending club, man, club, strip club, like that stupid shit. Like, I mean, excuse me, I keep cursing. <laughs> you but yeah, invest it right. I didn't see so many artists that spent so much money in the club, man. Just like, for the look. Just for the look. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He could have spent all that money to purchase CDs to pass it out in the club. He'd be really trapping. Right. To me, that's what trapping is. Right. You know what I'm saying? If you're an artist, you're trapping, you're doing it the right way. Okay? Right. So, but yeah, man, the baby, he's really been working on a lot of stuff, man. Shout out to the baby, man. We seeing him grow in, in front of our eyes. You know what I'm saying? So, right. Shout out to uh, DJ Trap. Shout out to oh, everybody yeah, that's Trapp, supporting yeah. uh, Jay Hines, man. Shout out to all those guys, man. Shout out to Sud, man. It's another Aggie. Oh, yeah, man. shout out to Sud. Shout out to East Sud. Sud, Sud, Sud. What's good, bro? Shout out to Sud. And um, who else? DJ Unspoken. Shout out to him, mm -hmm. DJ Diamond. Mm -hmm. Diamond, what's up, what's up? Um, but yeah, he's going on tour with 21 Savage. That's big. Um, who That's else big. we got? Uh, Sianka, I think she has a record coming soon. I'm not sure. Yeah. But uh, she she was at the first platform. Shout yeah, out to her. Yeah, she was. Yeah, she was. And uh, Jay Hines, 21, uh, not 21, but the baby. Right. He's going on tour with him. Who else do I have in mind? Totally forgot. Uh, Gunna, you said Gunny. Gunna. Gunna, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Gunna. yeah. Yeah, shout out to him as well. Um, but yeah, it's the come up, man. Yeah. So, shout oh, shout out to Milan Hightower. <laughs> Yo, Ari Lennox, Milan, new album too, what Bruh. up, man? Yeah. Oh, Ari Lennox. Yeah, you never first time. new album yet, man. Ari Lennox, I still haven't listened to it. It's yeah, been check a, lot it out. Of, a lot of good music. Yeah, I remember Milan when he was, uh, what was his name back then? He was different. Yeah, he been in this for me. He been in for a while, man. He was a part of Naj Music. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I, I put him right on, on one of my first events, man. I used to do the QC Music Series. Yeah. And uh, he was a part of Naj Music. Uh, you know, they did like back when they were on like they did 106 in Park one year or whatever. And uh, yeah, I had him on my show back then. Mm -hmm. uh, he went by, uh, what the heck did he go by back then? But yeah, Milan, man, that dude is another guy that works hard, yeah. has a vision as an artist, and he is the artist. He's pulling his team, he has a plan, and he's pulling it together. Yeah. Uh, so, artists, man, don't expect people to pull you into situations. You, you're gonna have to do that yourself and your team is gonna, they're gonna fall in place. Yeah, and some, and you know, some artists when they're so like eager, they don't feel like, they think like stopping to sit down and plan accordingly is not the move. But sometimes you need that. Sometimes you need to, you know, lay back from everything, take away, you know, go back and reevaluate your uh, decisions, what you want to do, and sit down for a minute. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And then once you're ready, you come back out swinging. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So you can be prepared for any, you know, <laughs> you can be prepared for any situation that comes along your way. So mm -hmm. it's good for that. And I've seen Milan do that. So And he was still, you know, progressing. And shout out to his brother, too, the Nolly Boy. So, so. Yeah. But yeah, man, it's the come up. We had a special guest, Jermaine Spencer. Thanks for the having platform. me. Guys. Thanks for having me. No, no, no problem. Appreciate you coming out. Appreciate you coming out. So yeah, man, catch us at the platform, uh, seven to ten, Loft and Cellar, Charlotte, North Carolina. If you come out from anywhere, just come out. You know, network, get a few drinks. You know what I'm saying? Have a good time. So it's a good way for, like you said it before, to network and just meet everybody that you need to meet. Maybe that person could, you know, be the launch pad that you need, right. a little jump start. Yep, we all need it. Like I said, it's the come up. It's your boy Sunday. It's your boy Jerry D. Jermaine. Oh. <laughs> Appreciate y'all, man. Thanks.